Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Yeah, so for you listeners, I am 30 years old and just celebrated <laughs> my nine-year wedding anniversary. So hey, I got it's married, impressive. I got married as a baby. You really, you are one of the few people mm-hmm. who got married young that I don't hate that you got married young. <laughs> just because I, you, I always you. get, um, you know how it. Oh, like, I totally understand. When I, when, it's so scary when, for the little when people. I meet, when I meet kids in college and like, yeah, I'm getting married. I was like, are you out of your mind? And then I'm like, no, no, I did <laughs> You're that. You're like, I did that. But even still, it doesn't matter. I'm well, just like, it's, these kids it's are when too you're young. older looking back, yeah. you're like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. But but sometimes it's magical and it works out. And yeah. you are one of the people. I'm the rare just, exception. <laughs> I'm not going to say like rare exception, but you are. <laughs> you are one of the people who has had an amazing marriage. Yeah, it's worked for us. It has worked very well for yeah. you. You are an inspiration. So yes. love you guys. I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And you finally have a baby. I know. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. good timing on all We've the We've done all the things. Yeah. Um, okay, so a couple things I want to talk about. Yep. Prior in the Orange Tree. I just finished it. You finished? I still have like a hundred pages do left. You really? <laughs> How did you read that so quick? It took me like, yeah, I read it. It took me like a week. Okay. Yeah. So here's what I think happened with me reading it. Mm-hmm. I think that book mm-hmm. could have been four or five books. I don't think I would have read it if it was four or five books. Well, you might not have, but I, I felt like I kept hitting these like pause transitional moments. Yeah. And so it would, I felt like I read a quarter of the book and then I would go read a different book. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and I read like another quarter of the book. And then yeah. I, so it, it almost felt like for me, weirdly, like I was reading a series of books, even though it's technically one big book. One big book. So I've had so many like in between books in it. Yeah. But anywho, well, I, like, like I said, I have a, like a hundred pages left. I yeah. honestly was like, I'm so mad that I'm not finishing it this month. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll probably have it done by the end of this weekend. Yeah. But did you like it? No. 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 I was really, I had really high expectations for it, and I honestly want yeah. to give it like a two, possibly a three. <gasps> really? Yeah. It was just, it was boring mm. like I, I don't know I just couldn't get into it like mm-hmm. I, I read it and I was like oh okay this is mm-hmm. like okay well and I told you it never felt like a book to me that it was like I was like I had to keep reading right. like it reminded me of like a Tolkien where I'm like this mm-hmm. is good mm-hmm. the overall story is like interesting I it was creative it was yes. interesting in that regard but I, yeah I'm just not into interesting. it interesting I feel like this last like quarter of the book mm-hmm. has really picked up like I'm finally yeah. seeing all the pieces coming together mm-hmm. so I found myself more interested but you're saying yeah. like was the ending dis- disappointing or was it just like a generally disappointing experience I think it was generally disappointing I liked how all the stories did wind up interconnecting at the end yeah I did really like I'm that. at that point where they're all starting yeah I thought it was leading. interesting how they connected them together but I mean yeah the end was kind of like anticlimactic I was like oh okay huh cool like it was almost like oh, this is going to happen, but it was like a page, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that was it? All right. You're like, okay. okay. Yeah. So it wasn't. Okay. Well, Yeah. that's a bummer. I, I'm going to finish it at this point. I've yeah. been reading this book way too freaking long to yeah. not. Um, but that is a disappointing review. I know. Yeah. Aww. I was like, I can't. I felt weird. I was like, I can't give it two stars because I thought it yeah. was like too much creativity. 
Yeah. It, it wasn't a bad reading experience. It no. just wasn't like for you. You yeah. weren't super into it. Yeah. So I felt, I gave it a three because I just That's felt fair. like. I'm at this point, I've been leaning towards a three because mm-hmm. I'm like, at this point it's good, but I haven't been like excited about it. Yeah. Um, I was hoping the last like hundred pages might push me into a mm-hmm. four where I'm like excited yeah. about it. So I'll be curious if maybe for you it does. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you and I can, yeah, we can we, see differently. We see books differently sometimes. Yeah. Cause the war so. of two Queens, I gave that a four. You enjoyed that book. I really enjoyed that book. <laughs> okay. That's insane to me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked that, like, we got, like, Kieran's, like, Kieran a lot in that story. And oh, I just don't give a shit about Kieran. Really? I love Kieran. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I like side characters too You much. really, <laughs> you always, you go for the side characters. I almost always am a main character yeah. obsessed person. Yeah. I don't know. I just like that we got to see her develop as, like, a queen by herself mm-hmm. versus just with Castile. So I thought it was like That's nice true. to see her grow what she wanted to do, take yeah. a stand for herself. So I like that. And I, I felt- feel like it like was like four hundred pages of that though, and it could have been like a hundred. It could like, have been. That was shorter. my biggest complaint about that book is I, it felt like rambling at times. I'm like, we don't we I did don't. think it was a little bit long before yeah. they like got to like Castile. Yeah. But yeah, I just liked all of it. And I liked how like his brother got really brought into it mm-hmm. and like her sister. So I just liked all the development of characters. That's true. Mm-hmm. I might have just been so blinded by the fact yeah. that Castile was not in the first half of that book <laughs> and I was just raging. Yeah. That might have been what ruined the, the yeah. book for me. And I felt like for it being like, what was it, like a 600 page book? Yeah. There was only smut in the last like 150 pages. I was, that, like, I was also disappointed in that. Well, I felt like the smut deserved like a five star. I was like, <laughs> for you condensing all this into like, like 150 pages you did fantastic on smut that is true that is true the smut in that one was like I was like whoa okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got the joining I was like oh, yeah mm-hmm. oh, all right yeah but so interesting mm-hmm. I don't even remember I think I think I rated that one at two but it might have been a rage rating so. yeah no I think you did rate it at two and I was cracking <laughs> up when I saw that I was like oh I gave it a little bit more than that that's that's yeah. so funny. I also wonder, though, because, like, with Andy, mm-hmm. um, not book, but around ratings, she watched the new Doctor Strange recently. Mm-hmm. And she, I like, I told her, I was like, hey, I was disappointed in it because I went in thinking it was going to be this, like, I felt like we'd been, you know, heading towards the multiverse of madness. Yeah. And, like, it was going to be a big thing. Like, I was picturing, like, end game level movie. Right. And it just wasn't. Yeah. And so I think my expectation going into that mm-hmm. really, like, made the situation, like... It pulled it down. It pulled it down for me. And I was like, so, like, just go into it knowing, like, it's basically just a Doctor Strange movie. It's yeah. not this big, epic, all-pointing-to-it finale. Right. And when I talked with her afterwards, she was like, I'm really glad you told me that because I felt like I went in with better expectations. And so I really, like... Yeah. I overall enjoyed the movie and mm-hmm. I was like, and I think same thing with me. Cause you told me you're like, he doesn't come in until like yep. 400 or something. So, so I'm like, maybe did that help you mentally in maybe. the beginning where you were like, I'm really going to enjoy yeah. her journey. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. I'm happy to be the sacrificial <laughs> lamb for you all. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's so funny that you rated that a four though. Yeah. I'm questioning my rating now. Yeah. I see. I'm so emotional too mm-hmm. that it's like, I can't not just like factor my emotions into no, I think that's rating. Good. Well, but I think um, I I could be a little bit more like level headed, level headed <laughs> on some of these ratings. Like maybe maybe two was a little harsh for War of Two Queens. Yes. but I was angry. Mm-hmm. I wanted more Castile. <laughs> but anywho, I wanted more Castile and less care. I think that was what bothered me because mm-hmm. it was like. Once Castile finally came in, I was like, give me all the Castile. Yeah. But then it felt like everything was tainted with Kieran. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want Castile for a little <laughs> bit. I don't need Castile and Kieran. I want a little bit of just Castile, please. Yeah. So maybe that was why. Anyway. That's funny. I'm trying to think, have I read anything interesting or done anything interesting? Look at this pound or mallet of books I've gotten. Mallet. <laughs> Stack. Stack. Yeah, I've gotten so many from the library. Because I did another, like, 
Barnes and Noble walkthrough, which it's so funny. So Richard came with me on the last one Mm -hmm. and I, I wasn't doing it like my hands. I don't know why I did it the way I did, but I was just pulling things. And so I had this stack of books (laughs) that was like this big and I'm carrying it over to the chair to sit down and start going through them Mm -hmm. and see like, which are no's, which are library, Mm -hmm. which are buys. And Richard was just like, is this what you do every time? I'm like, I don't usually like, I usually do it as I go, but like, yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. This is what I do every time. And he's like, huh. And so out of that big stack, I ended up buying two because I have so much money to spend at Barnes & Noble right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not just doing it willy-nilly. I'm still being diligent about it. But um, I put in like seven library book requests from there, and they're all coming in. Yeah, that was me. I I think I picked like six books at Barnes & Noble, and I was like, oh, these are all libraries. And then I went, and I was like first in line for all these. I was like, great, but like, like, I don't want all of them at once. So I got four and yeah I have like two more coming I'm like okay well here we go yeah I have literally probably like four waiting at the library that I don't have to pick up until Mm -hmm. next week so I'm like we're just gonna leave those there yeah um and as soon as I feel like as soon as I finish Priory and the Orange Tree it's gonna be like boom 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 with these books Mm because I've just I felt so slow yeah so slow but anywho. So listeners, we've changed location for today. We're <sighs> recording in my office. Well, not my office. My family office. Yeah, it is. office. It's your office. You own this house too. I know. Not just my <laughs> office though. It's a shared office space. Shared office space. Versus the comfy couches in the family room. Oh, so it's okay so though. if you sense a different energy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's the be work fine. space, not the play space. It's fine. It's fine. I know. Are we going to be more focused? I Are we going to get things done better? It is possible. It is. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, anywho. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Um, this is episode five. Mm-hmm. We're doing chapters 16 through 20. And we're calling this episode, It Takes Brains to Be a Brute. Mm. Mm. Cassian. Cassian. There was a lot of heat in this section. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know how to take notes on this. I know. Maybe the title should just be like three fire emojis. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot. It was, it was good though it It was was very good very good and i feel like this board play is like so different than recent pharaohs in aqua no aqua map yes on my on my letters um (laughs) i don't know theirs was almost like more like even before they knew they were mates it just like it was passionate and it was good it felt more intellectual like it was like a it was was like a romantic or romanticized i felt like even though it was like pre-mate pre-everything yep I don't know. It just was more romantic. Yeah. Like, and I feel like with Cassie and Nessa, it's so physical. It's just like raw, it's aggressive, <laughs> like sexual energy. And I'm like, this is, it's just such a different read. Yes. But, but I, I like it. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, I remember now why, like I read through this book so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time. Yep. Um, but it just is such a delight. So... Yeah. Um, let's dive into chapter 16. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, summary. I put Nesta and Cassian managed to get some training in in spite of the sexual tension, and Nesta has an idea. Yeah. I just, I loved how this chapter started with the tension. <laughs> but then, like, we actually learn a good bit about Illyrians and their blood rights. Yes. And then just, like, OMG, Nesta wanting Cassian to help her train the females. I'm yes. like, this is Huge. 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 Amazing. I love it. So. Yeah, the very beginning of this chapter, it says, Cassian hadn't slept well. It was hard to sleep well when he'd been so aroused. He'd had to pleasure himself not once, but three times just to calm the hell down enough to close his eyes. I just put, well, okay. <laughs> what a night. <laughs> what a night, man. Hello. And then it's like once they get it in the morning. I was like, bro. Bro. You got a lot going on. Does. That's how obsessed <laughs> Cassian is with her. And I love it. Uh, so we're back to breakfast. Yes. They're there together. And Nesta got there first, mm-hmm. which I love. But they are both uncomfortable. Like <laughs> They both know what they were doing last night. <laughs> yes. And Cassian is heated for sure. Like, he can barely, like, sit there. Like, he is definitely aroused. He's freaking out. Yes. Um, and he just, like, gets up to leave in order to calm himself down. Like, he's just like, bye. <laughs> like, gets up, leaves the table because he, like, can't take it. And he's like, I can't let her see me aroused like this. Yeah. 
And I thought it was so funny that he's like asking her about her book as like a way to try oh to distract. Oh my god, I was dying. <laughs> She's like, the book is about uh, a book. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, like what? <laughs> And she thinks the same thing. Like, as soon as she leaves, she's like, yeah. what an idiot. Like, I just picture her, like, smacking my forehead. Like, the book is about a book. Yeah. What? What were you thinking? It's just so funny. But, like, it's so obvious that these two mm-hmm. are so into each other. Yes. Why are we playing these games? Great question. Um, But it's, like, mentally, you mm-hmm. already see, like, where the, like, trouble is going to be arising because – Ness is taking this situation and thinking it means he doesn't want the heat between them. And so, like, yeah. he doesn't want this. And it's like... <laughs> this is going to be such a miscommunications, like, across the board. There's, like, six moments in this group of chapters yes. where I was just like, y'all... Like, how do you see it this way? Like, what? <laughs> you both are just interpreting things so differently. Yes. And that's not what's happening. No. But you can already see where the... Where the trouble is going to arise. Yep. So anyway, so we go for training. Um, yes. And it looks like they're progressing to core work, which like, okay, just a little side note here. Okay. I feel like if this was real life, mm-hmm. or even if this was a fantasy book, which it is, you're not going <laughs> to progress to the next step after two days of training. I mean, core incorporating core work, I think, is part of balance. Like those two are it very is. intertwined. But he was talking about how she couldn't even squat correctly. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you didn't magically fix that after one day. Has it only been two days? It's only been two days. And (laughs) come to find out, like, towards the end of this chapter, when we actually go back to the the river house, it's only been two weeks since all this started. Two weeks. I'm like, I'm sorry. You have not progressed to the next step after two days. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's just me being way too analytical on it. Yeah. Anyways, so we're moving I, to core work. I feel like core work and balance work are so intertwined. They are. That this did not bother me. Yeah. But alas. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a, a moment that made me smile. Um, when they talk about core work, he's talking about like abdominals. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're going to make me look like that. Like in reference to all of the abs that like Cassian has. And he goes... No one can look like this but me, Ness. And I was just, <laughs> I love him so much. I love his energy. These, th- It's like BDE ugh. to the max. Yes. Love it. I love it so much. For those of you that don't know what that means, it's big dick energy. And he has it. He has it. He has it. Mm-hmm. But, um, and even talking about that, like he makes some comment and she laughs. And I was like, oh my gosh. She laughed. Mm-hmm. Like, Nessa laughed. This is huge. I know. But, like, again, just, like, a sad moment is he, like, was surprised. Like, he had shock on his face because when was the last time Nesta laughed? Like, never. Never. And that, like, hurt Nesta. Yeah. I'm like, girl. I know. You are overthinking things way too much. Mm-hmm. But alas. Right, so, like, Nesta's working out. She has no core, obviously. No core. No surprise. Which, um, I mean, I feel for the girl. Core work yeah. is, like, so hard. Oh, it's brutal. Even if you've, like, worked out on the regular basis, yeah. you still might not have core. So for somebody that, like, hasn't worked out at yeah. all, I it, it's going to be brutal. Right. Regardless. I think before, like, when I was in, like, late teens, going mm-hmm. to college and doing, like, workout, starting to do, like, my own workout kind of thing rather than just, like, school sports. Right. I remember, like, looking up these different workout routines. And I was always, like abdominals is only like these 20 minute sessions like there are these other ones like the cardio or whatever is like an hour Mm -hmm. like why are these and so in my brain i'd be like i'm gonna have to do like three of them to like me and it's like oh no surviving the 20 minutes was like brutal oh yeah so i feel for her yeah um but then so she she's dying but then she tells cassie and like he should do the routine that he just asked her to do yes so he does which i was like okay so he takes off his shirt and does it and she cannot look away oh my gosh she goes this was a different sort of torture (laughs) (laughs) but i loved it so like she's watching him and she's like in another age another world he might have been deemed a warrior god by mortals after what he told her about the monsters he's put in the prison he might very well be considered a great hero in this age the kind that would one day be whispered about around a fire people would name their children after him warriors would want to be him a fine warrior would be known as cassian reborn I'm like, that is like the most positive thought yeah. she's had of Cassia in this whole time. Yeah. Or that and, we've experienced. And she wraps that up with going, she'd called him a brute. And it's like, you can see her like 
yeah. shifting out of her mindset a little bit. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like be like Nesta needs to feel more guilty because mm-hmm. as we see throughout this section especially, like yeah. she's clearly so racked and driven by guilt already. She doesn't need to feel guilt more. Mm-hmm. But it's it's nice to get her to start seeing like I said that about him. Right. But the reality is... So different. So different. Mm -hmm. I like seeing the shifting. I do too. Um, I also would love to just see Cassian work out. Yes, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Well, it was also like, he pulled his hair back. Mm -hmm. He pulled off his shirt. I was like, yes. Yes. Uh, Anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. So from here, um, she asks about like the females training to become warriors. Mm -hmm. And this kind of like spawns the conversation about what the blood rite is. Right. um, Which we know from Frost and Starlight Mm -hmm. and some references in past books. Yep. That it's basically like the like uh, coming of age moment for Illyrian warriors to like Become full warriors yes. or adults. But we got like a lot, I feel like a lot more detail this time mm-hmm. around. So we learned that there's like different like levels one can be based off mm-hmm. of how far they get within the week. We learned that like, um, well, we, we kind of had an idea from um, Frost and Starlight, but you know, a lot of people look at this as a culling time essentially mm-hmm. for lesser warriors. Yep. We learned that like magic is like not allowed, wings don't work. And so just got like lots of details about what his experience was, what the mm. experience generally is. And I just was so, I don't know if like shocked is the right word, but kind of shocked about like the numbers mm-hmm. around how far people get. That blew my mind. Yes. Like, is that how difficult this is? Because at first he said something about, like, like only, like, 12 have made it. Mm -hmm. And Nesta's assuming only 12 have made it to that, like, elite level. Right. But it's like, no. So the levels are, like, you survive Mm -hmm. is level one. Yeah. Level two is you, like, made it to the big mountain. Right. And you're somewhere on the mountain. Mm -hmm. And then that third level, Corinthian, is you've touched the big stone at the top of the mountain. Right. That one... Only um, three others besides Cass, Az, and Reese... Yeah. ...have made it in the past 500 years. 500 500 years. years. Only six people in total have made it. That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. And then... 12 have just made it to the mountain, which is that level two. Mm -hmm. So you have 18 warriors Mm -hmm. who have gotten past the most, the I survived phase. Yeah. That's crazy. Insane. In my head, I'm like, I like, I understand this is like a rite of passage. It's going to be hard, but I'm like. That hard to even reach the mountain? Like. I don't know. And I'm also so curious. He doesn't talk about these numbers, but like, I would be curious what the percentage is of like how many just die. Yeah. Well, I'd be curious also how many start. Like, yeah. Because we say only, you know, six have reached the top, but I mean, it seems like there's a lot of Illyrians, but at the same time, how many have gone through this? Right. How many have gone through this versus like how many are just like the females and the, you know, like the elderly, like how many people are actually going through the blood rite that only six. You know, yeah. that's crazy. How many, how many participate each time? How yeah. many have participated at all? Mm-hmm. How many have died? I'm just, I'm so curious about those because I imagine it being a lot. Yeah. Like to me, the answer to those first two is a lot. Yeah. So the fact that 18 people mm-hmm. have made it to level two or level three. No, that's crazy. What? Crazy. Crazy. And so all the more epic mm-hmm. that our bat boys made it to the top yeah. together. Oh yeah. Three and one. I love it. Okie doke. So let's see. The, some of the interesting things that like they do point out or like Cassian points out when we're talking about all this is that Illyrians only have magic one night a year. Mm, yeah. Um, but Az has it all the time, which yes. is kind of odd. Well, but he's also not just Illyrian. Right. Even still, it's still odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else did I think was kind of interesting? Um. I think that might have been it. Maybe it was just that. Yeah. Well, so something else that is pointed out, because um, this whole conversation started about the female warriors. Right. So females don't participate in the right. Right. Um, just simply because I I don't think, I don't know if it's like they're not technically allowed, but they mm-hmm. just haven't even hit the qualifications 
to do it to do it Mm -hmm. so it's like maybe if someone hit the qualifications they could yeah but i mean he also brings up a really like sad point i can't trying to find the quote but it was just that idea of like there are additional like horrors that Mm -hmm. women might or females would face and i'm like it's true. I mean, yeah, like you have that like toxic male energy. They can do whatever the hell they want mm-hmm. for a week and kill it. If they're killing each other. You know what they're going to be doing. You know what they're going to be doing to the females. Mm-hmm. So definitely is like a big thing for a female. Yeah. To participate. To participate. For and sure. A lot for them to consider if they even want to. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's already like such a social disturbance if they did. Yeah. So. Um, and then that kind of leads into kind of an amazing thing for Nesta. Yeah. So she asks Cassian, um, she doesn't really know how to ask, but basically she wants to know if he would consider training other females that weren't Illyrian. Mm -hmm. Like, would he train the priestesses of the library? Yes. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, this, it was spurred because when he talked about like why he still trains the Illyrian females, Mm -hmm. he said it's, it isn't about uh, fighting in our wars. It would be about provide or proving they're equally as capable and strong as the males. It would be Mm -hmm. about mastering their fear, honing the strength they already have. Yeah. And that's what spurs the thought about the priestesses. Yeah. So, but I just love that she's like thinking about them, you know? She's thinking of anyone besides herself. Yeah. So I think that's huge. And he says, like, absolutely he would do it, but he yeah. doesn't know if they would ever actually want to because, like, it doesn't matter that he's not going to, like, physically assault them or anything yeah. like that. It's just that he's a male. And yeah. some of them have such severe trauma that they can't even be around a male or, like, want to be out of the library. Right. They might just be scared to leave. So mm-hmm. he's like, absolutely I would do it if they would come. Yeah. But... I just... I appreciate how thoughtful he is in that. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's, he is so... Just a, another reason why we love Cassian. Mm-hmm. He is so considerate. Yeah. Of those around him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then... So he kind of brings up, since he... Since, like, he's worried he's a male, he's like, well, maybe mm-hmm. a female... And he's like, well, more's away. So, like, what about Farah, basically? And Nesta, like, snaps. She's like, mm-hmm. no, not Farah. Um, and he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, we'll just figure it out as we go. But yeah. he's like, I really like this idea. Yeah. Um, and it was so sweet. Like, the last line of this chapter, she's like, and for some reason, the words meant everything. <laughs> Aww. It's so sweet. Yes. But also, her, like, not Farah snap, I thought it was so interesting. She said... How could she explain the tangle between her and her sister, the self-loathing that threatened to consume her every time she looked at her sister's face? I'm just like, you can change this, Nesta. Yes. Like, I feel like she's punishing Feyre Mm -hmm. because she hates herself about how she's interacted with Feyre. And I'm like, you're just continuing the spiral. Like, the shittier you are to her. Right. The more guilt you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to keep going. I'm like, if you start acting nice, she's going to be happy. And she'll, like, she'll forgive you? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's like, I feel like she's stuck herself in this, like, vicious cycle. And I'm like, you can break this cycle, Nesta. Yes. <laughs> Only you can break it. Only you. Um. Anywho. So, anything else on 16? Nope. Chapter 17. Where is it? And this is a long one. This was a long one. Mm-hmm. All right. So this was a yikes mm-hmm. chapter for me. So um, I put Nesta's idea isn't getting the eager participation she'd hoped for. And Elaine visits Nesta in the House of Wind. Yeah. I felt like we were making like good progress. And mm-hmm. then we just take such a step back with the whole Elaine interaction. Really do. So um, yeah. So basically we start the chapter and Nesta makes the proposition to Clotho because mm-hmm. Cassian suggested he talk to her about it, which Just I Just like get permission, which I yep. think is valid. Yeah. So she's talking to her about putting a sign up sheet for the priestesses to come and train. And Clotho's like, train for what? And I'm curious <laughs> if she was like almost asking it as like a joke or if like kind yeah. of like, wait, train is in like. Like what? What kind of training would would you yeah. offer priestesses? Like not even thinking about physical training. Yeah. Um. But she says she doesn't really think people will come, but she'll allow Nesta to do it. Mm-hmm. So. 
And I love how eager Nesta is because it says mm-hmm. that like she literally put a sign up sheet like that day. She's like, yeah. I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. And she checks that thing multiple times a day, like over the next <laughs> several days. Like she like is excited about it. And I it's, know. it's nice seeing Nesta excited about something for once. I know. And I love, love, love Cassian. So Aww. like she's coming back to like training because she keeps training with Cassian, which is yeah. great. And he knows that, like, nobody signed up. But he tells them, he's like, keep reaching out your hand. He's passing on the same advice. I know. I love that. I love that so much. Uh, so we're back to the stairs again. Yeah. So we make it to 500. Then the next day, 610. Then the next day, 750. I was like, look at you making progress. Progress. Yep. Um, um, another just, like, sweet thing that I loved in this chapter is she like takes out one of her favorite smutty books yes. and like gifts it to the house mm-hmm. i love that i do too and the house like leaves her a bouquet in the next morning stop so cute the friendship between these two it's great is precious um so we're back to training again with cassian and yep. he's now teaching nesta how to properly punch mm-hmm. which apparently takes brains to be a brute and again, I'm like, how did we already escalate to punching? Like, she has zero core. I'm sorry, core did not develop in a week. No, but you can start. Anyways. Punching also helps. It's one of those things where these things are all very much tied together. They are. So, like, you have balance, mm-hmm. and then core. if you move to core, core helps your balance. Yes. And then if you move to striking, striking actually helps your core, mm-hmm. which then helps your balance. So it's like... They are all connected, but, like, I just think about... Like, I know we get a comment later on about how it took Farah months, and... Yeah. I'm like, okay, Nesta, we've been at this for two... Not even two weeks yet. And you're yeah. already in punching? Like, no. Well, I don't I'm think sorry. she's doing anything exceptionally well. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I just feel like we should not have progressed already, but that's my thoughts. It's fine. We always seem to have problems with... Um, timelines. Timelines yeah. with Sarah J. Bass. <laughs> uh, so. so funny. Um, but punching is, like, a very delicate science. As someone For who's sure. done, like, boxing, I'm, I'm like, yeah, it is. It is a lot of technique and mm-hmm. focus so the quote it takes brains to be a brute is like so funny but just so true so true it's so true yeah um and i love this line so like they're kind of bantering mm-hmm. um and she, uh nesta says to cassie and she's like i think i've caught you looking at yourself in that mirror at least a dozen times each lesson <laughs> and he says liar you use that mirror to watch me when you think i'm not paying attention Stop. i just love this banter Mm-mm-mm. So, um, so Nesta mm-hmm. has a moment where she's talking about like training and like why she's kind of like doing this. And I thought it was so interesting, the like imagery of what's going on in her head. Cause it comes up again later, mm-hmm. um, about there being like wolves, yeah. like the thoughts still waited like wolves to swarm her, to rip her apart. And it's, like, the exercise, the breathing, the Mm -hmm. stairs, the library are the only things, like, keeping that at bay. Yeah. And it's just – it's such an – it's just such an interesting picture. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what's happening in her brain. She is trying – like, she is, like, seeing these wolves, like, prowling at her, and she's just trying to, like – Right. Keep them at bay. Well, and it's interesting because if you compare that to Farah, like Farah is called the wolf. Yeah. Like she is the wolf. And it's like wolves are attacking Nesta in her mind. Like Nesta is the prey, whereas Farah yeah. was like the huntress. Yeah. You know? So it's just interesting the dichotomy between the two. Well, and so we did a mini about like the book cover breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And I brought this up with the first book where we're talking about the wolf and like the meaning behind wolves. Yeah. And I brought it up then where it's like, there is just an inherent dichotomy between Mm -hmm. what wolves can mean, whether it's like loyalty Mm -hmm. and family and like the pack side of a wolf or the like vicious predator side of a wolf. Like both seem to exist at the same time, but Mm -hmm. in, in one way you also kind of look at them as like contrary. Right. So it's just, you see that with the sisters. Yeah. It's interesting. Good good little point out. Yeah. Um, and then, so now we're back at the library. Well, we're in oh. the private library. Private library, yeah. And Elaine is waiting there for Nesta. Yeah. Which I was like, she came to visit. Hi, Elaine. Uh, yeah. Um, so Elaine's kind of like 
trying to make small talk, but Nesta, like, I feel like immediately has shut down. Yeah. Like, not even... I don't know why, either. Like, I, I get it, because yeah. we kind of glean it from this, that she thinks Elaine sided with Farah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm just thinking, okay, Elaine has chosen you forever. Like, she was always your bestie, and you left Farah out in the yeah. dust. I'm sorry, Elaine chooses Farah one time, yeah. and all of a sudden... Elaine hates you. The world has yeah. ended. Elaine's the worst. I also like don't think Elaine chose Feyre. There wasn't a she choosing didn't. between sisters. Well, she thinks she chose her when right. she packed up all her stuff. Right. It's like, no, Elaine, I actually think in that moment, mm-hmm. chose Nesta. Yeah. She chose to help her and she- not just let her destroy herself. Exactly. I agree. But I'm just, I'm just like, really, Nesta, one time. Elaine didn't choose what you wanted yes. one time. And she's the worst human ever. Or, sorry, Faye ever. Whatever. It's not that she's the worst. It's like, of course she would pick Feyre, not right. me. And it's like, it's not. She's literally chosen you every single time for forever. And she still is choosing you. Yes, just not in the way you want. Yeah. But Nesta is like looking at like how beautiful Elaine is and like how she's like filled out. And mm-hmm. she's like thinking to herself, she's like somehow like Nesta had become the ghost. Like worse yeah. than a ghost. A wraith whose rage and hunger were bottomless, eternal. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's a terrible way to think of yourself but it's true like she's completely just turned into this like ghost yeah. whereas elaine is like blossomed yeah well and so nesta says i don't have any choice but to be here so i don't see how i could be enjoying myself and elaine says i know your circumstances for coming here were awful nesta but it doesn't mean you need to be so miserable about it and this is when the fight starts mm-hmm. because and i'm not entirely against what Nesta is saying in certain moments. Yeah. But she's thinking back to when Elaine was nothing. Right. For months Mm -hmm. after the cauldron. Right. And she's like, I sat by your side while you were like that. Mm -hmm. And this is how you're going to do me. Yeah. And so like, do I think they're different situations and not necessarily you can compare them? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I do think it's interesting, though, that it's like, I think Nesta's also a little angry because it's like, I did what you wanted for the time that you needed to recover, but you won't do that for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Elaine's point of like, I'm not, you know, drinking myself into oblivion and, you know, ruining like our reputation and blasting through money. So like, Mm -hmm. in some ways, it's like her toxic reaction was okay because it wasn't hurting anybody. Mm hmm. Which I don't know is, I don't know if that's fair either. But also, like, I, I think, like, Nesta's not telling anybody what she wants or needs. Like, that's she's true. just exploding when people are trying to help in any way they think they can. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Elaine probably conveyed to Nesta, like, I just need to sit and wallow. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, I think had Nesta conveyed, leave me the frig alone. I think she and, was conveying that, No, though. I think she was yelling at her and not telling her, like, hey, this is what I need. I need my space. But I don't think Alesta, or Alesta, <laughs> I combined them. I don't think Elaine did that either. I feel like yeah. Elaine was just in the opposite of where Nesta exploded. Mm-hmm. Elaine silenced herself. Yeah. And people were just trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. I don't think Elaine did a good... I, I, I don't, don't think, think she would have arti- I don't think she would have articulated her needs either. Yeah. But I just think because Ale- I was gonna say Alesta again. Why am I doing that? I think because Nesta is more fiery and confrontational mm-hmm. rather than retreat inside herself. Right. She explodes on other people. Yeah. So it's like I still don't think it's okay. No. But on one hand, I'm like, you know, Elaine was not processing her trauma mm-hmm. in a healthy way either. No. But because it didn't affect others in the same way, in the same way, people weren't making her do these kinds of things. Right. Which isn't entirely fair. No, I know? agree. It's not totally fair. But when you are destroying somebody's reputation, you're spending their money. Yeah. They do get a say in what happens. They, so that I don't I don't disagree. Yeah. It's like they're very different situations, but Mm -hmm. a a part of me is like, I don't entirely disagree with some of these things Nesta is saying or implying. Totally agree. Because it's hard. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, people have brought up like more too. Mm -hmm. And I think we said the same thing. I'm like, well, more is not hurting anybody with her trauma. Mm -hmm. But so it's like, you know, is that a sign of like 
good family and friendship where you let people continue to do things because they're not hurting you. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. I yeah. don't know. I feel like our our inner circle could grow a bit more and like challenging each other on these kinds of things when it's not. Yeah. I mean, I don't think how more handled her trauma is okay. Like, right. I'm, yeah. I but, but to them, to them, it's okay. They're like, it's fine. She's yeah. dealing with it. And it's like, you know, you could probably do something not exactly what you did for Nesta, but you could do something similar for more and help her mm-hmm. through it. Right. And yeah. like Cassian later in this talks about like, his trauma and it was like 20 years for him which yeah. is still not the length of more but like much longer than what nest is doing and it's like well why was right his 20 years of processing time okay mm-hmm. and i think the other thing to consider with elaine at least is that i mean they kind of so they let nesta do her rampage for yeah. almost a year yeah so I, I know that's not like that long of a time but like compared to elaine they had so much going on with the cauldron and everything yeah. so it's like elaine wallowed for like a month two months maybe three yeah but then they were like trying to find the cauldron they were trying to like they she was kind of battle. forced out she of was it. kind of forced out of it and it's like i think had she stuck in her grief for like a year like nesta did then maybe something would have happened but like they, she didn't even get that yeah. opportunity but they didn't do that for more you know they haven't done that for more so i don't know more is a different case i feel like she's already been doing it for 500 years yeah so it's so far past yeah Whereas, like, all these are recent that we're experiencing now. So yeah. I just feel like the Elaine Nesta thing is slightly, like, Elaine kind of got forced out of it. And yeah. had she been doing it for a year, like, maybe something would have been done. Maybe. But, like, we didn't get the opportunity to try that. Whereas, like, now yeah. they're in peacetime. So it's like they can kind of That's true. do that for Nesta. That's true. So. And, like, I'm, I definitely think something needed to be done for Nesta. I just... Yeah. I don't think she's entirely she's not wrong, wrong no. in this like why is everybody targeting me right. like all of you are fucked up yeah. and you just let that happen yeah. so um but that's also that's me trying to see her side also a little mm-hmm. bit um but anywho we get a little flashback in this like bickering to when mm-hmm. like Nesta and her mom were yeah. like talking and basically her mom was saying like Elaine's beautiful she's going to marry like some wealthy king prince duke lord whatever because mm-hmm. of her beauty and basically nesta will not marry because of that yeah um and then there was Farah on the side who was just an odd duck who her mom didn't really care about mm-hmm. and i was like oh interesting little flashback yeah um but then nesta does make a really low blow at elaine yeah. like bringing up how elaine like gave her virginity to grayson a month before she turned fey and mm-hmm. i was just like really like do we need to take the dig like you're already like in a fight let's yeah. not low blow her well that's you know nesta's mo when she feels like she's in a corner she yeah. just lashes out in the meanest way she knows how yeah but i was like really impressed with elaine's reaction yeah she was just like oh you're angry with me and it's mm-hmm. like she's just being very calm yes. very like okay let's talk about this yes. you're angry that that is why you're saying that yes let's, and i was like nice job elaine i was very impressed because i think past elaine would have just crumbled at yeah. that mm-hmm. and you see her start to crumble a little bit towards the end of this but i'm like mm-hmm. hey girl you held yourself strong for a pretty good amount of time yeah but um, elaine's trying to explain to her how like fair and her did this because they love her mm-hmm. um but nesta is just so pissed because she feels like elaine chose fair over her um, yeah. And then Elaine kind of mentions their dad and Nessa is like, don't ever bring him up again. Mm-hmm. Basically just like snapping at him. But um, Elaine just like kind of realizes she's like, oh, like, like, is that what this is all about? Mm-hmm. Father. And I'm like, Elaine is being strong. She's yeah. being clever. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Yeah. Uh, but then like Nessa snaps at her and she's like. You tell yourself there is nothing that could have been done because it's unbearable to think that you could have saved him if you had only deigned to show up a few minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, how would Elaine would have saved him from hybrid if she came earlier? What? No. No. Like, that's a ridiculous thought. Mm-hmm. And Elaine's like, no, I, like, I couldn't have saved him. Like, yeah. there's nothing I could have done. Um, and she's like, I, I blame Highburn for that. Like, right. not me. Which is correct. Correct. Yes. Um, but... 
yeah, like Ness is basically thinking like obviously Elaine would choose Sarah because like I sat frozen in fear and missed like every opportunity She's with the cauldron, with like Kyburn, with dad, like all of that. And I'm like, no, no. Like, I'm sorry, you had a legitimate reason to freeze because it's the freaking King of Kyburn. What would you have done to stop the cauldron? Nothing. nothing. Like there's nothing you could have done in these circumstances. Yeah. Um, and like, that's not why Elaine chose Farah. She mm-hmm. chose you because she loves you and yeah. it just happens to coincide with what Farah thinks they should do Yeah, to help. So I don't know. I don't know. But it just, it broke my heart towards the end of this because clearly she's kind of worn Elaine down a little bit. Like you can yeah. only take so, so much. much. Um, and Elaine says to herself, Cassian said he thought the training was helping. Mm-hmm. And I just, my heart broke for her in that moment. I know. Because I just, I imagine Cassian being excited and being like, it's helping. And yeah. Elaine is like, hopeful. oh, like I'm hopeful. I can go see my sister because she loves her sister. Yes. And like, we can see each other again. And then it just turns into this. And I just, oh, my I heart know. broke. I know. I felt really bad. Mm-hmm. So she, she leaves. And yep. Then we kind of flash to Reese and Cassian are like at the house because Reese flew Elaine up there. Yep. Um, and Elaine comes in and like kind of interrupts their thing saying that she wants to leave. Which yeah. I'm like, mm, poor, poor thing. Um, and I, I appreciate Reese's like protectiveness, but I also appreciate Cassian's protectiveness. He's mm-hmm. like, drop it. Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he's like maybe Cassian's telling Reese like maybe the sisters should stay away and it's like if they want to come like they should ask Nesta's permission which like I appreciated yeah but also at the same time like they should just be able to see their sister like Nesta shouldn't have to approve if someone wants to see her I think that's a little ridiculous a little bit but I think with her particular circumstance yeah I get where he's coming from well, I think it's I think it's a good idea mm-hmm. for now. Yeah. It's like it's a little bit of placating Nesta. Yeah. But I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So Reese and Elaine leave. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Cassian just storms into the library and mm-hmm. goes, what the fuck happened? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. It needed I, to be done. It needed to be done. Yep. So I appreciate that he's not just letting this slide. He's like. Why the hell did you just do that? Yeah. It's like we were making progress. Exactly. What's going on? And they're like arguing and Cassian's like realizing like it's so cold in there. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, he tells the house like fire. And then Nesta's like no fire, but it totally ignores her. Um, And like the fire starts crackling and Nesta flinches. And like we know she's triggered by it. Right. But Cassian also like he's putting two and two together because he remembers when they were back in like Windhaven. Windhaven and she freaked out with the fire there. So he's like realizing that something is going on. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And let's see. So we're still fighting. She's about to leave and he like will not leave her alone. Yeah. He's just like, what's the plan, Ness? You tear into the people who love you until they eventually give up and leave you alone. Is that what you want? And she's not really answering him. And he goes, say it. Just fucking say it. Mm-hmm. And so we think that she's going to like. Lash out. Lash out. But she doesn't. Like she holds her tongue. And I was like, yeah. look at that's huge progress. I'm sorry for her to not stoop and like badmouth him right yeah. away. Like that's huge. That's huge, huge for her. And she just goes to the stairwell. Yeah. Which is a healthier coping mechanism. Yes. Like let her process, let her like not, yes. not lash out at you. That's better. This yes. is huge. If someone is like, I'm angry and I need to walk away for a minute so I don't lash out at you. Mm-hmm. That's extremely emotionally mature. Yeah. And she did it. Mm-hmm. She was a total bitch to Elaine, but she, she did something right there. Yeah. So celebration. Yeah. But like, it made me really sad. So like, as they're, as she's like walking away and he like stops her, it says like her eyes slid down to the red stones. And when they again lifted to his face, the unholy fire in her stare was gone, replaced by something so dead and vacant. It was like gazing into the unseeing eyes of a fallen soldier on a battlefield. Mm. He'd seen crows pick at eyes that dead. Nesta said nothing as she, as she turned back to the stairwell and began her descent. That just like made me so sad. It's really sad. So that's where our chapter ends. Yes. Chapter 18. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a, ah, 
Yeah. Sticker for me. Um, after a round with the stairs, Cassian tries to understand what happened with Elaine and Nesta. Yeah. So what do you think? Yes, Cassian. Like pushing him. her to talk and like telling her that he yeah. won't break. Like I just love that he's like supporting her through her trauma. Yes. So he's so good. So good. We love him. Mm-hmm. Um, we're never gonna stop saying that. No. <sighs> anyway, so she goes around with the stairs. Uh, makes it to a thousand. Good for her. Progress. Progress. Um, she makes it back up, and I love that Cassian's just waiting for her at the top of the stairs. Yeah, it's like you can't just run away from this. Oh, I love it. So, um, but okay, before she runs back up the stairs, I thought this was mm-hmm. super weird. So she like makes it to a thousand, and then she's like, her head's finally cleared, but she's exhausted. Yeah, and she like rests her arm on the wall, and she's like, I could have sworn a heartbeat thumped within the stone. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's weird. Why that is, is there, weird. Why is there like a heartbeat in the stone? It's just odd. <sighs> I have so many questions about this house. Yeah. So many questions. I'm like, is there a heart? And like, is there, is this a person? Is there a person in this house? I don't know. But like, and this is what frustrates me is listeners, as we've done this podcast, Sarah and I will like ask questions mm-hmm. that we know the answers to. Yes. As part of, because we're coming at this from, we don't know what's going to happen in yeah. the rest. Mm-hmm. But, like, we still don't have an answer about the house. And I yeah. don't know if anyone's ever going to give it to us. And I need an answer. I know. Yeah, Rereading there's... this, I'm just like, what is happening in this house? Yeah, there's some stuff that we just, like, don't know. We still don't know. This is one of them. Oh. Sorry to spoil if you were hoping for an answer. You don't get an answer in this book. Yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, Cassian's waiting at the top of the stairs and she gets back. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, impressed. He's actually impressed with how far she made it. So, yeah. that's nice. Um, and then he asks like what set her off, but she doesn't really want to reveal the truth. Um, but I like that she still actually answers, even though it's not mm-hmm. like exactly what set her off with Elaine. Um, she says, why don't they sign up for training? And yep. he knew like she was referring to the priestesses and mm-hmm. he says, maybe they're not ready. She said, I thought they'd sign up. And he said, is that what you're upset about? And she says, some of them have been there for hundreds of years and still haven't been able to come back from what they endured. So what hope do I have? That's so sad. That's so sad. It's not just like they're not signing up. It's like they haven't recovered. So like, will I ever? She's like placed her hope in this. I know. Which it's like, it's not just like an exciting project for her. Like her hope is banking on the success of it. I know. Oh, it's just. Yeah. So sad. So, and I know I like, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but this is where he makes the comment about like, it took Feyre months yeah. of like training and everything. And she like snapped. She's like, I don't want to hear about Feyre's story or yeah. Moore's story or Reese's story. Like, calm down, Feyre. Calm down, Nesta, whoever you are. <laughs> um, but then he is like, well, I'll tell you my story. Yeah. Um, and he starts, he just like starts. He's like, I slaughtered every person who hurt my mother. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, launching in. Yep. This is the classic like Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. going to avenge his mother moment, which I know you don't understand, but everyone else will. Yeah. Where he just kills everybody. And then like, I also think it's interesting, like recent Asriel like helped him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, and they were younger. So maybe they like, that's why they, thought this was okay but yeah. like looking back they're just also kind of like it wasn't no and i mean it took him he says it took me 10 years before i was able to face it what i'd done to those people and what i'd lost 10 years so if you want to take 10 years to face whatever is eating you alive from the inside out go ahead you want to take 20 years go ahead but like okay so that line i was like i don't feel like you're actually giving her the time the time no it's like you're trying to force her into like moving past it. If you're yeah. forcing her into this training and like working in the library, right. like like maybe it's like we just need you to start moving, and however long it takes is however long it takes. Right? Maybe that's the mentality behind maybe. it. Maybe because I'm sure Cassian didn't just sit there. That's for true. ten years. That's you know? probably true. Yeah, uh, but then he also says he's like, whatever you need to throw at me, I can take it. I won't break. And I just love that he's there for her. I these two are just so intense, Mm -hmm. but like so perfect for each other. Yes. Um, let's see. So we're getting, we're getting a little sassy at the end Mm -hmm. of this conversation. Yep. And she's trying to get past and he grabs her and she says, let go. And he says, make me use that training and make me. And she's like, you're an arrogant bastard. And she, and then he's like, and you're a hottie witch. We're evenly matched. Mm-hmm. And she tells him to let go. And then he finally does. But he's he's looking a little too hotty about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so she decides to just 
smack a big old kiss on him just to throw him off. I'm like, what? Yep. Well, I like that she's like, Nesta told herself it was to knock that smirk off his right. face. I was like, mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's accurate. Hmm. Well, she told herself. That's the told point. Told herself. That's yeah. how she justified she's it. She's got to convince herself. Exactly. Like, okay. that's all this was? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into 19. Oh, my God. Okay, 19. I just I put Nesta and Cassian have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like classic miscommunication. Like, yeah. Oh, so annoying. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so. Also, is this their first kiss? Yeah. I was trying to remember. This is the first kiss. First kiss, I think. Ah! Unless something happened that we don't know about. Like. That's true. I don't think. But that. I don't think so. So, yeah. Like, Nesta, they make out. Oh. It's so good. Oh, I love it. Well, I love. It's like. So, she kisses him. Mm-hmm. Pulls away. Yep. And it reminded me, like, I imagined him being like, I see your kiss and mm-hmm. I'll raise you <laughs> because I feel like he's just like, let's go. Well, and I, just- I, I feel like, it, yeah, similarly, it's like <laughs> she started it and he yep. was like, oh my gosh, she actually likes me. Like, we're going. We're yep. all in now. Yep. So he just, yeah, he pushes her back against the wall and like mm. legs around his waist kind of thing. And yep. he, she says the kiss was punishing and savage. I like that kind of kissing. I love that kind of kissing. Mm-hmm. I also just put in my notes here. I'm like, I am sweating. Because <laughs> like, it, this was just, this whole thing was just so delightful. So. Uh, let's see. Okay. One thing I just want to highlight is at one point it says, a dark smile graced his mouth. So responsive. He purred in a voice she'd never heard, but knew she'd crawl to hear again. And I was like, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Just like all the tension. Yes. Um, so she is rubbing on him and definitely yep. satisfies him. Um, she says, but so afterwards she like pulls back and she said, but his, but he remained gaping. Like he'd realized what he'd done and regretted it. She didn't want to hear his words of regret that had been a mistake or that it had been a mistake. She wouldn't let him hold that power over her. So Nesta curled her lips in a cold, cruel smile and said, as she left, someone's quick off the mark. <sighs> you are Terrible, Nesta. So terrible. So terrible. So terrible. Oh, my gosh. I, like, poor Cassian was just so into the moment. And, like, you know he was in awe, first off, of the fact that, like, she kissed him. Like, yes. She knows that he wants her. Yes. And, like, he's embarrassed. Yes. He came in his pants. Yes. Obviously, he'd be embarrassed. Like, that's what his face means, Nesta. Yes. He could, he was unable. That's how badly he wanted you. He could not control himself. Yeah. Come and, on. And you give him that remark. Like that's the lashing tongue <sighs> that like I thought we had moved past. Oh, Apparently not. No. It's so mean. I know. So yeah. So now. Okay. Page break. Right. And now Asriel's returned. Um, yeah. And he says that he'll discuss kind of everything that he learned when they're all back together. Mm-hmm. So he's not really giving any details. Um, but Cassian is like not even like listening. He's just mm-hmm. so mad at himself for coming after only like a few touches, like a child. I know. I was like, Cassian, don't beat yourself up. Well, like the like foreplay of yes. the last like couple of weeks, yeah. like it's been building. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that that could be a very quick experience. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but I thought it was funny. Asriel says, did something happen that I, as your chaperone, should know about? I love that comment <laughs> so much. Oh. He's, but yeah, like Cassian's just like in his own head. He, he's like reflecting. He's like, but I, he'd come so, he'd come hard enough to see stars and only then realize she had not, that he'd embarrassed himself, that he'd let her, he'd left her unsatisfied. And if it was the only test of her, if it was the only taste of her, I can't speak. It's okay. If it was the only taste of her he'd ever get, he'd monumentally fucked it all to hell. Mm. Poor Cassian. Mm. Poor guy. I'm just like, no. Like, but it's like, it's so interesting. Like, what worth, we can see them both thinking. It's like, yes. Nesta was like, oh my gosh, he doesn't want me. He regrets it. And he's yes. like, oh my gosh, I didn't satisfy her. I just satisfied I myself. Know. She hates me. She's never going to let me do anything like this again. I'm just like the, the like your thoughts are so like not on the same page, I know. guys. Not we on just the same page. need to communicate. Use your words, please. And, and like just the like the quick off the mark thing. It's like he said that kernel of doubt took root, and I'm like, no, Cassian. It's so ah, uh, yeah. 
I'm like, I thought this was like the start of sexy time. And I know. Now I'm like, are we set back? Ugh, Alas. Yeah. Um, but Azriel, he's um, basically Cassian has not been listening to him at all. Yeah. And I think it's funny. Azriel goes, well, at least you're honest about that. Um, <laughs> and so they are all going to the river house mm-hmm. to learn about what he's learned yeah. about what's been going on with Bree Allen. But it doesn't sound good, whatever it is. It does not. All right. And then last chapter. chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone meets at the River House to hear Asriel's update on Brie Allen. Yes. Um, it doesn't sound good. Like, no. there's made objects with a mind of their own that need to be found in order to prevent another war, basically. Yeah. But interestingly enough, Elaine is the one that's volunteering. I was like, this could get, like, super interesting. Very interesting. Um, okay. So Nesta and Cassian head on down to the River House. Mm-hmm. And um, there's basically a, a team meeting. Yeah. <laughs> what did you... Like, oh, I was going to say, I like that, like, Cassian stops in front of a painting that Fair did, and it's of Romuel. Oh, yeah. So we just get to... He's like, when did she go see that? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But yeah. I like that she painted it for the house. Yeah. Um, and so Azrael gives a bit of an update. Mm-hmm. So essentially, Brianne is, like, on her own. You know, she's partnered with Koshe. They're allies now. Yeah. And she is still obsessed with getting her youth back because she's Mm -hmm. a creepy old crone right now. Yep. And the way to do that, since they can't really access the cauldron, is they bring up the dread troves. Yes. And we have three. There's the mask, the harp, the crown. The mask raises the dead. The harp opens doors, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes between worlds. Um, And then the crown kind of like controls people it can influence folks who are next to them yeah um and so it looks like brie allen is wanting to find these things Mm -hmm. because there's that idea of like like calls to like so in theory she can help find these things right which will then help her find the cauldron Mm -hmm. to get all the things she wants right um, was and, there anything you noticed in his update? Um, well, I just want to point out, like, Amryn's kind of the one that goes into the dread troves because she, like, it's interesting because she talks about how they basically might be kind of, like, self-aware. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, she thinks that because, because I think Ness asked, she's, like, why didn't you bring this up when we were, like, looking for the cauldron? And she's, like, yeah. I didn't think of them. So it's almost, yeah. like, she, she thinks that, like, the dread troves basically concealed themselves from everybody yeah and they're allowing like asriel to know about them which Mm -hmm. is like so interesting that they have like Mm -hmm. a a mind of their own almost yeah there's like a weird like sentience there yeah so i thought that was like pretty crazy because like amran now remembers them like asriel can remember the conversation that he had to be able to tell them all about it so it's just it's interesting Mm -hmm. um Okay, so the next, I thought this was crazy, Nesta answers a freaking question. Yeah. Farrah, I was like, is she actually being helpful? I know. Farah asks her, she's like, um, she she's asking her like what she took from the cauldron, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and first off, I like that Cassian kind of stepped in and was like trying to evade it so like Nesta didn't have to answer. And Nesta definitely yeah. appreciates that. But then she kind of like rallies and she's like, I wasn't aware of what I took. Just that I was taking things the cauldron did not want me to have. It seemed fitting given what it was doing to me. I'm like, okay, you mm-hmm. answered. Doesn't necessarily mean you gave a great answer, but like you answered. Yep. So I appreciate that. I think Farah definitely appreciates that. She can tell that she like took the effort to answer. So yeah. Farah's appreciative. And I appreciated that she used the tools that Cassian's been teaching her. Yes. To calm herself. Yes. The breathing. Yep. So that was really good. Um, and then let's see. Oh, we also learned this is great. That basically, if all three of the dread troves are combined, um, Brylan could use them to track down the cauldron. Yes. Um, because Koshe is a death lord. Um, he can't do it himself because he's kind of like tied to the lake. Mm-hmm. But if he gets them, he could possibly be free. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what that's going to entail for him. There's definitely some manipulation that Koshe is doing to Brie Allen. Right to get himself free we don't know exactly yeah how that will play out but we know he's not helping her out for free yeah and they also they mentioned something about koshe they said like he it, he literally can't die and he controls his own death i thought it was really interesting because koshe and the weaver are twins yes yeah they and were both the bone conf- carver is also their brother their brother right but the bone carver said he was only like a half death god 
but his siblings were true death gods. Mm. Why is it that if they're unkillable and they choose their death, why did the weaver choose to die? I don't know. By the hand of Hyburn. I thought that was really interesting. I was like, of all the mm. times that you could have died, of all the ways you could have died, you yeah. chose to let that happen. Like she must have because she was a death god, just like yeah. her brother, Koji. Same thing with the bone carver. Yeah. Mm. So why do they choose those ways? I thought that was interesting. Mm. Yeah. Moment of silence for Debbie. Mm. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Back Let's to it. Let's see. Um, anything else you're noticing about this conversation? Um, as doesn't think that I know you call her Briallen, I call her Briallen, um, whoever she is, whoever she is. Um, he doesn't think that she has any of the objects yet, which obviously that's good, but, um, I think it's only a matter of time. So mm-hmm. obviously that means we've got an adventure coming. Adventure time. Um, and Amarin thinks that the troves, like they didn't want to be found and now they're allowing themselves mm-hmm. to be known and so. since light calls to like someone who's made in theory could can track it track it like we've said mm-hmm. and elaine steps up yes like cassian's asking like how will we track the dreadtros and elaine's just like using me and i'm like yes girl you go elaine look at you stepping Step up. into your power um but yeah that's kind of like where we leave off yeah exciting things i know so we're gonna go hunt some tropes let's go oh also apologize to you listeners i guess this really only counts if you listen to minis i have been saying dead tropes they are the dread tropes and i, I think it's just noticed it's just hard to say and also like i think it's one of those things that i didn't realize i was saying incorrectly until i read it again just yeah. like amarantha i had said like aramantha for so many episodes and like some of the listeners you guys even pointed it out and i was like yeah, I know. I definitely corrected myself on that one. So this is another. <laughs> I'm just correcting myself. I apologize for all the times I said dead troves. It's yeah. dread troves, which is hard to say. You know what? We're doing our best. I know. You're That's doing okay. great. It's okay. I I think it's so funny too, though, because like I I feel like I'm that friend who you had spinach in your teeth and I never told you. Yeah. But I wasn't. I literally <laughs> didn't notice. Yeah. Like. If I had noticed you consistently saying something mm-hmm. weird, I would have said something. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> but in my brain, I just was like, yeah. And that's that's yeah. that. And <laughs> it is what it is. So I'm sorry okay. I let you keep saying that and was not more helpful. Totally fine. I didn't mean to. I'm a better friend than that, I you promise. Are. Um, okay, so next week we're gonna do chapters 21 through 24. And I'm not going to spoil it, but it's an exciting. We get some chili spices. Set, set of chapters. There's just like a lot that like happens. Okay. So I think it's going to be a really fun set next week. Good. Um, but speaking of pronoun- pronouncing things, mm-hmm. how do you pronounce the queen's name? Is it Briallen or? Briallen. Briallen or something completely different. Yes. We're curious. Let us know. Um, but hope y'all enjoyed and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to a court of fairies and fangirls, a Sarah J mass fan podcast. Please rate review and subscribe and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at fairies and fangirls jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.